podcast uh if you can't tell by that super cringe intro steve is in smash brothers and alex too courtesy of alex uh our alex not their alex um so we'll definitely be talking about all that stuff that just got dumped on us this past week uh all new sorts of content um that comes with that as well so that'll be fun to talk about um that's obviously tied into minecraft live with a huge new caves and cliffs update we'll run through some of the new stuff in there uh We'll then we'll have our usual collector's corner and some tidbits and end on Nintendo apparently at least acting like Joy-Con drift is is not their problem, but we'll we'll get into that. So um, yeah, uh, I hope you guys are doing well listening to this. Um, I'm joined this week by the usual gang. What's up, guys? Hey, hey. And Cameron's apparently dead. Oh wait, hello. <laughs> There he is. I, I, I told you my laptop was going to freak out. Please bar with us this week, everyone. Cameron's desktop has officially passed away. Rest in peace. Um, <laughs> it will be back eventually. Yeah. No, uh, yeah new and improved. Yeah. Well, maybe yeah, not improved, but new. Um, that moment when ish. we your PTG found Cameron's two-year-old piece. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we might have a bit of... Cameron might be having some issues, so work with us. We're trying our best, we promise. Um, so yeah, without further ado, let's get right into the goodness. Um, so this week, Steve was unveiled to be in Smash Brothers. Finally, after like six years, um, I, I really ever since Wii U 3DS Smash came out, people have been asking for that, so he's finally here. Um, I guess well-deserved now that they're the best-selling game of all time. So, yeah, Steve, Alex, Zombie, and Enderman are all playable in Smash Brothers. They can do a whole mess of stuff. Um, oh, um, broken. They're yeah, really. Broken. Um, so, barring going too in-depth on this, you should definitely go watch Sakurai's Direct, which is about 45 minutes. It'll tell you everything you need to know yeah, about Steve. After this, yeah, you better not. I'm. I will come over. I will find you. You better watch. You better <laughs> listen to me. Listen to me. <laughs> uh, no, but seriously, if you're if you haven't seen it for some reason, you should definitely go see it because it's he's going to do a way better job of explaining it than we are. Uh, but basically, you have a sword axe and pickaxe as your uh, main fighting weapons. You can. It depends on what direction you're fighting or like what time you. Do certain combinations on what weapon you're going to be using. Uh, there's an actual crafting system now where you can upgrade your weapons and tools to fight better. Uh, you can. That also includes mining, so you can mine the stage to get materials to do said crafting. Uh, you can do block placements. Um, you can place TNT to explode it. You can ride a mine cart. Uh, you can get. You use the elytra as your as your flying move. Um, you can use pistons, you can drop anvils, um, and the final smash is called the House of Boom, where you essentially get shot by a huge piston into a gigantic stone castle filled with creepers and zombies and, t and lots of TNT, and uh, die. So, that's uh, the incredibly condensed version, 
but it's super detailed and super complicated and also super scary. Um, if you go and watch the director, I've already watched, I'm sure you've seen where he talked about you can pretty much edge guard better than any other character in the game because you can just literally place blocks that prevent characters from getting back on stage. Um, Dude, don't forget, you can just block if you're if you're falling and you haven't used your recovery you can just place a block as long as you're within bounds yeah um the the possibilities are frightening mm -hmm. um, uh, so the tricks that soccer i pulled off where he put a block and then dropped the lava was i'm very scared of how yeah, yeah, you can drop lava you... and you can place magma blocks too to like stun people in the air this is like this, this is magma. magma. Yeah, lava. magma, magma, lava. No, but think of think about this. Uh, I saw it pointed out. Sakurai didn't show off Steve being able to just walk off the stage, placing blocks as he goes. But then one of the screenshots did. So. Yeah, it's. Uh, I like, mean, Villager and Isabel, Villager and Isabel K. Roll are realistically the only three that have a shot at recovery against mm -hmm. Steve. Nah, because Corin could just grab onto the block. If no, he did it they. Right. I don't think they showed anyone grab. Not onto grab the onto the block. I mean, stab his slash hers. Lance into the block. Yeah, when and, block the and theoretically Link can do that as well it. because they can do that with their hook shot. Hmm. But yeah. I is, is uh, that's gonna be interesting to test. Yeah. So, so, is this does they all come out of the thirteenth or is it just the the me costumes? Yeah, all of it should come yeah, out of the thirteenth. Well, then, um, in approximately two episodes, you'll be able to listen to us talk about it if you can't. Or don't have the thing and you don't want to go get it. You don't want to pay for it. You can come to us a week later and we can tell you uh, very poorly how it works. <laughs> and all the spirits and the fact that Sakurai was like, you can't just block Steve from getting to his crafting table. He can summon it. Yeah, you can yeah. summon your crafting table. Um, there's... Dude, we got... You can fight Pokemon I mean... Trainer now. I don't know if it was necessarily designed because people were going to block each other. I realized it's probably more likely for moving stages. Like yeah. big blue. <laughs> yeah, like high hazard stages. Yeah. Big blue is going to be in I mean, not that anyone plays on it. I'm going to fight Cooper on big blue day <laughs> one. I'll never expect it. 1v1v1v1 me on big blue and the other moving stages steve only we will all die that sounds like absolute chaos Honestly. even more so than smash already is um so yeah there's also yeah, um the best part. there's six new um skins i mean me costumes excuse me uh so there's diamond armor you can dress up as a creeper or a pig and there's also a couple other characters that are not Minecraft related. Uh, we got Travis from Travis Strikes no Back. Heroes. No more heroes. No more cool. heroes. Yeah, it's Travis Touchdown from No More Heroes. Okay. 
So My yeah, we got him. A lot of people are Travis. apparently upset that he only got a costume. But it's I think it has to do with the fact the developer, when asked he, would Travis be in Smash, he was like, no comment. But honestly, when I heard that, I was like, if he is, I'm expecting a me costume. I've never played No More Heroes, but it's a smaller game than what Minecraft. I thought would be. No, yeah. what I thought they were looking for in fighters. Like, if it's a smaller Nintendo-owned, they'll do it. But if it's smaller, privately owned, they're going to be more inclined to do... Me costume. Um, yeah. Me Because, I mean, let's see. Sans and Shovel Knight, neither Shovel. got proper characters and yeah, but i, I wouldn't would be surprised those... if... well i don't know if they have more of a move set probably not more i wouldn't be surprised though if shovel knight follows Bomberman and gets a me costume with a kick yeah, I mean, they, they they literally just had to pour over the body parts for Bomberman from this history yeah. so so yeah Bomberman is the as another me costume definitely probably the best one out of this set looks really good um yeah as well as gil from the japanese rpg tower of duraga duraga um i know i've never heard of that game i just know he's, he was, was a me costume yeah which leaves us with like six missing from Smash Four. Aren't some of those that were DLC? Nah. Um. No, I guess they wouldn't care about the characters. They care about the assist trophies. There's still assist trophies missing because they're characters now. So, yeah, but I mean, welcome nonetheless. Um, I haven't really had an issue with any of the me costumes. I think. Um. No, all, all all was a mean costume, but we've got what the this is our fourth uh, specialty costume, right? Mm -hmm. I think so, because it's Sans and Cuphead and Fallout Man and now Bomberman. Bomberman, yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, they all drop on October 13th, which is um, one week and one day after this podcast episode goes live. So definitely be excited for that. It is a huge thing and um, well-earned and deserved. Um, kudos to them actually putting in the effort because they had to overhaul the stages to make it work. Um the new Minecraft stage has like a bunch of different. Don't you mean biomes. a week and a day from when we're uh, recording this? It's six days after we this goes live. Uh, oh yeah, I was looking at the fifteenth. Fifteenth. I'm. Well, I, I mean, I don't know. Our audience should know that I'm stupid by this point. Um, <laughs> yes. So yeah, oh, a day before the podcast for next week goes up. So maybe we should talk about it unless it's late. Yeah, unless we have yeah. to, unless we do late recording, which always sucks. But 
anyway, uh, seven new music tracks. Most of them are completely overhauled as like new arrangements, and none of them are for the original game because the original game music is obviously very somber and relaxing, which is the opposite of what Smash is. I actually think it's a licensing issue based on the fact of what, um, like, someone translated what he said, not just used the captions, and it sounded more like that. Because they've had somber music in Smash with uh, Animal yeah, Crossing. Well, yeah, look at, yeah, look at Animal Crossing. The, in 4, they literally used, well, 4 and Brawl, they used the nighttime theme. Like, it, well... Actually, I'm not sure about Yeah, 2 a.m. is a theme in at least four. Oh. Well, anyway, they're mostly new arrangements. There's one original track, but they pulled from things like Minecraft Dungeons, um, spin-off Minecraft games, um, and use that as kind of a base yeah. material. Uh, it's going to be weird hearing that music. Oh, for uh, sure. But Steve also has the least amount of songs out of any uh, DLC fighter. So yeah, only like seven only tracks. Seven. That's a very small amount. Yeah, for real. Trying to compete with Cloud. <laughs> nice. I mean, yeah, but Cloud's a base character in this game. What he's really competing against is Dragon Quest. Who's how many did the hero get? Eight. Hero yeah. got eight. Hero got eight. Because the but it's weird because the music that Hero has is owned by some dude because Square Enix lets those people, the licensors, keep the music under them. Oh, okay. And uh, it's apparently super hard to work with this guy, so them getting eight tracks at all was super impressive for a lot of people. Oh, wow. Wow. So I'm a little surprised Steve has less than that. Steve is really coming out fighting on all fronts. He's going to be impossible to beat, and he's going to have the fewest songs out of anybody. What else can he do? Uh, his stage involves a bunch of different vi biomes from the game. Which is um, really cool. Including like a, like really... a village. Okay, so... I don't know if you all saw it, especially you, Grant, because I know you were watching on your phone. I watched it a second time later. Okay. In the corner of um, the, I think it was the Extreme Hills biome, there's just ladders randomly going up a hill. Like, that you can access? Or is it just in the background? No, you, you no. yeah, they're in the background. There's just random ladders. Well, I mean, Fair. maybe that's what Sakurai does to explore those biomes. Bro, ladder, can, ladder, can we ladder, talk ladder, for ladder. a minute about how he showed off his save file? Dude, Dude not what just he's that. done is insane. This he... is my home. <laughs> <laughs> it was it is beautiful. Also, survival. Also, he um I think it was either today or uh, last night he posted a thing on Twitter of Dragon Quest builders. And it was also a really cool looking build, way up in the sky, and I'm just like, where does he get all this where free did, time? Where did, I want, I want to be able to do this. Management, dude. Well, well, um, I mean, he took, didn't he take a? Well, no, that, that was too long ago. Um. Uh, yeah, I mean, everyone, everyone makes time for Minecraft.
Um, sure. And now that development's kind of slowed down because of the whole global situation and, you know, working for home is just inherently going to be a little bit less efficient. Um, so, you know, I'm sure he's taken some breaks place of Minecraft. Obviously he has with the way his <laughs> yeah. world looks. Yeah. Um, oh, he also talked about how he can't do the t level of testing he wants to where he'd be like, lunchtime! Let's play this match! Fight! Who wants to fight me? Everyone just cowers in the corner. Yeah. Wait, no one yeah, I'd known from, brave enough? I knew from years ago that he would test it at lunch <laughs> with other people at Nintendo because he likes to bring that up so he seems really sad he can't play well that's what he's doing instead of spending lunch time playing smash he's spending lunch time playing minecraft i mean it makes sense to do that because it's like well i'm waiting for all the code to get sent to the cloud time to play some minecraft to be fair he also bought people computers or Nintendo bottom computers, whatever. They get computers. to keep them. I want a computer. Yeah, Nintendo, I... buy me a computer. I will work you. For don't you don't work on Smash. Nintendo, I will work on Smash. They don't want you to work on Smash. I don't think they would hire... If they listen to even five minutes of one of these episodes, they're not hiring any <laughs> of us, ever. So, we know nine of Steve's uh, spirits for his spirit battles. Well, lay him on then. Uh, zombie, Creeper, Skeleton, Slime, Enderman, Villager and Iron Golem, Ghast, Piglin, and Ender Dragon. That might be all of them, but it we never got to see the second page. But we can see the Ender Dragon just barely on there. And we got with, a clear shot. With, it, with Piglins being actually super new... Because that was the Nether update, right? Yeah, that was yeah. the last big update. Yeah, so that that was the Nether update, which I'm not sure when that released. So, but there, it's very possible that the Ender Dragon is just the one that's visible because that's the first major boss. It could be Ender Dragon Wither, the thing in the Water Temple that I've never fought because Guardians. I've never Yes. Well, no. Isn't there, like, a big boss one? Yeah, but I think they're defined as the same name. Oh, that's weird. But I might be wrong. What mm. do you call those big um, animals that fight with illagers? Illagers? Uh, illagers. Yeah. We'll see. Ender Dragon could... Hawks. Ender Dragon easily could be the last one, but other bosses, like the weather, could be oh. uh, spirits. But there's a... We know that... The maximum possibility is three more because if there was four more, we would be able to see them, like the Ender Dragon. Um, it's the Elder Guardian. Elder uh, Guardian. Yes. Yeah, that's the big one. Um, Thank you. So yeah, um, I think that covers all the new stuff. Am I missing Sorry. something? Can you pause real quick? Hey, let's call me. So that's that's everything, I think. Am I missing something? I don't believe so. I think we covered everything in Smash outside of um, the amiibo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we will we will get to those amiibo. Um, 
So yeah, obviously lots of big stuff, huge announcement uh, coming out in, uh, I keep forgetting, eight days from this recording, and yes. six days from the day this episode goes live, so keep a lookout yes. for that. We will definitely be trying it out and commenting on it at some point in this podcast. Um, so while we're Wait. still on Minecraft, um, this... Uh, was followed up by the Minecraft live show where they announced the release of the new update mm -hmm. called the Cl Caves and Cliffs update. Um, the Clicks update? <laughs> the, yeah, the, the Claves and Kiffs update. Um, so, if you can't tell by the title, this stuff has to do with Caves and Cliffs. Caves can actually be sort of different sorts of environments now. Um, there's a ton of new content, pretty much too much to cover all in the, in a single episode of this podcast. Um, but there's going to be a huge, um, buff to things that will generate in caves, such as waterfalls, cave lakes, and even larger caverns. Um, there'll be different kinds of caves, including lush caves, dripstone caves, crystal geodes, which I have no idea what those are, along with oh, more Oh, they're other like stuff. purple things. Um, were, oh, purple things. When, they're like purple crystals. Do you remember when we were doing um, the modded server? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They, they're kind of like... Um, oh, which... I don't even remember which mod that was. Uh, uh, I don't... There are so many mods in that pack. I don't remember which one um, I came from. There'll be stalactites and stalagmites. No, no, no. As well. Oh, you're continuing. Yeah, well, you... you, don't why, mind don't you me. why don't you dig for that? And I'm going to keep running through it. Uh, there's... I don't remember. A skulk sensor that reacts to movements via redstone signals so it I seems like kind of like an, really cool. an alarm system i assume Things um like... kind of you so they sense you because that that's how all, all the shulker boxes work you step near them and they sense you so with these at least with the uh demo they showed off you step near them and it emits a redstone signal and then uh kind of like how the shulker boxes in the end will uh, send attacks that follow you they'll send an alert to other shulker boxes nearby interesting i wonder I what kind of cool stuff you I can don't do with see that. how it's going to be particularly useful for single player Mostly just because by the time you can build those, um, well, what do you have to fear? Yeah, really. Um, you can build, dude. You can build a home security system in Minecraft. <laughs> Insane. Uh, but yeah, there's a ton of new items. Finally. Apparently, you can build things like a telescope now. There's gonna be new creatures. Oh yes, games. they have optified now. Yeah. Which, that sounds really, really cool. Yeah, they took a lot of mods and basically made them... Part uh, of the game. Yeah. Officially. Which super cool. Which, I mean, they've kind of been doing anyways. Because, like, the bees in one of the last updates were... Uh... <laughs> I don't know the Minecraft mods well enough to say which mod that was either. 
I just remember seeing the youth before. Yeah, so there's obviously a huge amount of stuff coming on there. We're not going to try to dig all of into it because we don't want to keep you listening to our voices for seven hours. Um, <laughs> but they also did show off um, some new Minecraft stuff, both uh, content and crossplay, which is really cool, along with cross-progression. So you'll be able to switch your platform that you're playing on, keep your same progress, and also play with friends on different platforms, which is awesome. Ooh. And every multiplayer game should have that. No cap. But I'm very glad to see that that's getting that. If you haven't played Minecraft Dungeons yet, you definitely should at least try it. It's really fun, um, especially if you like dungeon crawlers and things like that. I very much enjoy it. I need to play more of it, honestly. Um but I also have like hundreds of other games that I need to play, so one at a time. So, yeah, um, tons of Minecraft news. That's this. That's what we're all about. So, uh, with Minecraft out of the way, let's go into our usual collector's corner here. This is the weekly segment we do where. We just kind of go around round robin and talk about what games we're playing this week and any recent pickups and things of the like. So, Cooper, you go. Uh, <laughs> I've been playing Fire Emblem Heroes and Among Us, really. Same old, same <laughs> old. The usual? Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, at least you're consistent. What do you even do in Fire Emblem Heroes? It's the collection of waifus. Yeah. It's a fire emblem, but watered down, but has a lot of cool costumes. Okay, you know how the, some of the maps are in Mario Kart, but bad for hard. Fire Emblem Heroes is Fire Emblem light. Like it's not. It, it's not bad, and some of the if, maps are if you're super rank, hard. If you're to rank, especially uh, comparing launches to each other. Fire Emblem Heroes was the closest one. I mean, it's still it it is still a light version, but Fire Emblem Heroes is the only Nintendo mobile game that gets close to its original game. Well, that's I mean, that's that's something, right? Like Mario so, Kart would be second, but they went crazy <laughs> with like the cost guy. on yeah. wanting to charge you with Mario Kart. Plus, the controls are bad, and the game is not fun. Yeah. Exactly. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry, I just had something in my throat. <laughs> <laughs> and it was bad Mario Kart. It is. and I, But I wish we would get those costumes. I can't believe I put all that effort into trying to be a beta tester for that game. It turns out it was crap. Dude, you and I were beta cool testers, and the outfit. beta tester was better because it didn't charge you 10000 yeah. You're right. You were very much like, correct. There was actually, I think when I was helping you, All right. that, like there were some cool things from that. We are way off track. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. We, Alex, go we, on. We can do a mobile discussion oh, later. I beat um, all three Persona dancing game story this week. One is... By this week, he means he beat one last night. Yeah. Like at 3 a.m. Yeah. Well, uh, if you're listening to this podcast and you're alone, please thank Alex out loud to yourself. 
Um, what's your next persona? Are you doing more persona stuff, or are you moving on to something else now? I don't know. I haven't decided yet. Probably not more persona, because the next thing would either be. I don't have a problem with playing persona, but next again, um, but it's either do new game plus runs of three or four, which I'm not doing right now. Play the female story from portable or play the ds games but i'm not really in the mood to pull out my 3ds so it's probably mario that i'm moving on to for a little while if i can convince myself to play 64 though yeah that's what we've been talking about is um he wants to play it but after hearing us vent about 64 I don't need y'all to vent. I know how bad 64 is aged. Alex, I was a guy like you once. I wanted to play Super Mario 64 once. (laughs) (laughs) And then I took an arrow to the knee. Yeah. No, no, no. He took a wall to the face. I took a bad game to my brain. If I don't play it, though, I'll never go to it. Well, what, you're right. You either don't play it and you just skip it and you just take it as it is, or you play it and you're like, "Wow, this is much worse than I remember." And then you get depressed about actually this game did not age well, and then you just move on anyway. So why don't you just skip the whole five stages of That's grief it. process and move on? <laughs> it is, it is super annoying though. Like there, there's. <sighs> I really wish we'd gotten like a better version of DS in the All Stars pack. That's what we should have gotten, but this was obviously not a high effort thing. But barring that, I think Alex, take my advice and just start at Sunshine and go from there. You're gonna have a better time. Yeah, because I was gonna start at a game. I was probably gonna be Galaxy. It's the one I want to play most. That's also a game. Also Sunshine, fair. Yeah, just go to the go Sunshine to the cream of the crop. doesn't Sunshine is not uh as bad Sun or going from Galaxy to Sunshine is not nearly as bad as Sunshine or going from sixty going to sixty four from Sunshine. I'm words. so glad I can say words, yes. Yeah, and you're on. That, you're super robotic too. Yeah, you're robotic. Oh. You're like roboting in and out. Awesome. Thanks, Look. thanks, broken PC. <laughs> robotic, um. and I can't say words. <laughs> uh, well, I guess I can't. I can't blame you from going straight to the cream of the crop because I find it the the more and more I've been playing 3D All Stars, more and more my time is taken up by Galaxy, which is bad because I need to just go ahead and beat Sunshine. I'm, I mean, I'm I'm decent. Galaxy's close. also the longest one in the pack. Yeah, and the, uh, the only one out of the three that I am even thinking of that I would have a good time trying to complete it again would be Galaxy. I do not want to recomplete Sunshine. I went through that, and I don't want to do it again. But Galaxy, Completing I totally would do that. is a chore. Yeah, but Galaxy doesn't Nuts. feel like that to me, so I, I most likely will end up completing that one again because it's just a so couple good. levels I'm scared of doing in Galaxy though. Uh, the K 
Cameron and I were discussing this one. In the junk galaxy, you can blow up all these things, but you have to do it within a certain time limit to get the star. And it's so tedious because it's so annoying to actually do it right. Yeah. Well, it's not a perfect game, but I don't know. I I think you'll be you'll be happier about it in the end. Uh, Cameron, what are you playing this week? Okay, so let's see. I've been playing some Animal Crossing. It's midterms coming up. It is so hard to actually grind out all those recipes that they just added. Um, but I've been playing some. So some Animal Crossing, some Sunshine, uh, a little, well, I guess not a little bit, it, I've, I've maybe got five hours in um, Super Mario 35, which is uh, not as hard as I thought it was going to be getting into it, but apparently it's already been hacked, so that's fun. Apparently the leaderboard is just people maxed out coins and they've posted videos on how to do it. So, you know, that that's awesome. That's what we like. Well, um, I have been all over the place. I did start RE7. I got past that thing I was talking about last week that I was stuck on. Um, it okay. seems one, as soon as I found it, I was like, that's so stupid. Of course, why didn't I see that? Um, I am currently, um, are you still in the main house or have you no, gone outside I'm in the, yet? I'm in the old house now and I went to the okay. thing with the mom and the altar and the, the bug stuff. Uh, and now I was about to grab the lantern and the, the thingy with the long arm grabbed it and walked down the thing. And I had to stop because I had to do some adult work, um. So that's Ooh. where I am. I'm about to have to go chase down that thing, whatever it was. Um, but man, that game really is good. I, I'm See. kind of shocked. I didn't think it was going to be as good as it is. Um, yeah, that's what... Between uh, 7 and 2 and kind of 3, though a lot of people have problems with the fact that with what was cut from 3's remake, uh, it makes me excited for Village coming out. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I've been going hard Resident Evil for October because I gotta be... This is prime spook time. So, uh, I also did get RE2. I burned some GameStop coupons to get it pretty cheap. Um, so that will be my next. next. If if I manage to get through RE7, I will. that will be my next thing to do. I've also been playing the original version of Final Fantasy VII on my PS1 because... I felt like I have never really played much PS1 stuff, um, and I think Final Fantasy VII is a good place to start if I want some of Dang. the best. So Long RPG, though. Yeah, I know. The three-disc thing is kind of scaring me. Um, so, yeah. but, but, hey, we're inching through it. I'm still very early in the game, um, but it has not immediately turned me off like a lot of RPGs do, so it's promising. Um, I also did get some cool... I got a couple PS1 controllers and a couple Gran Turismo games in today that I found cheap um, because I need proper PS1 controllers. I have, like, one 
Uh, I have one PS1 controller where the joysticks are just complete bollocks, so I can't even really use it uh, if any of the games require joystick functionality. Um, so are you going to replace those joysticks or just buy it? Well, well, it's, it's not really a new controller, though. It's a lot harder to find those components than it used to be. And I don't know why. Yeah. But um, Nintendo components are like super easy to find, and then the other two, I, I gotta assume it's how hard it is to actually open their controllers. It's a real pain in the. Yeah, uh, I, uh, well, there's like one style of joystick component that is, just the standard. It's, it's in like all the Xbox controllers. It's in most of the playstation controllers it's in the gamecube controller it's in i'm pretty sure it's in the pro controller the switch pro controller and i'm pretty sure it's in the wii u pro controller as well and maybe even the wii nunchuck it's it's just like a ubiquitous thing i uh but if it's not that specific one it's pretty much impossible to find you used to be able to find them pretty easily but i've had a lot more trouble with it recently so i um i got a standard ps1 controller with no joysticks and i have one with joysticks that's coming in that i also found very cheap at the same time and it actually is the version of the playstation <laughs> one controller that's made for the the ps1 like the revision which is the one i have so i'm excited to have one that actually matches my console um, you be um final fantasy 7 are you gonna see are you gonna play the remake yeah yeah i mean i'll, I'll it's still is that like, is isn't that coming like the PlayStation Plus thing for PS Five? That's what I was questioning. I think it I is. Don't I don't remember? No, I don't. No, because right it came but it came out this year, so no, nothing from twenty twenty was on that list for the time being. I would be very surprised if that one does. Well, see, I say that, but see, no, because they'll probably just port it to the PS Five when they release Part Two. Oh yeah, that's more money. That yes, that's the money. Didn't the remake only get like? Didn't the remake only go like one third of the way through the first disc worth of content? The remake goes through what would be the first disc from what I, or it goes all the way um through Midgard and a little bit more. I've never played the original, but I know the whole story. Well, man, it so is not ugly. <laughs> PlayStation games are ugly. Man. If you want to play a pretty PlayStation game, or I think it's on the PlayStation, I hope I'm right. Hold on. What are you? Uh, yeah, play nine. Nine's pretty. Final Fantasy Nine. Part. Yeah. Okay. Play nine. What is nine? Play nine. Final... <laughs> uh, yeah. I was Final... just like. Context here is very important. It is, but also, I mean, there's it's not always much what you were talking about that would Why have that big nine? of a number at the That's time. Awesome, dude! I didn't realize they ported that to the PS One. I, uh, well, I doubt I will because most Final Fantasy games seem unappealing. The only reason I'm giving this a shot is because it's like the most acclaimed one. Um, and there is a lot of personality in it. I'll give it that. The the dialogue is not boring to me, which I find is usually an issue with RPGs for me. Um, so I highly doubt I will get through it anytime soon because 
I'm already slow at beating games, but um, I don't know. We'll see. I, I mean, I'm not turned off by it yet, so I guess I'm just going to keep going until I either beat it or, or don't enjoy it anymore. Um, yeah, that's that's the time when to stop. Yeah, and I, you know, I'm just so encapsulated right now by RE7. It's it's even hard to play 3D All-Stars, and I can't believe I'm saying that I'm choosing Resident Evil over Mario because I, I mean, I don't know, 2016 me, you would never catch me saying that, but I'm so encapsulated by that game right now, it's really just hard to play much else. It's also probably a little bit one's three games you've played before, and one's a new game for you. Yeah, and I, ha- I haven't had a good horror experience in a while, um, and since haunted farms i assume are really not going to be a thing this year because covid um this is my chance to do that so that was our collector's corner um we've got a whole mess of tidbits going all over the place um starting with the xbox series x will is confirmed to have a functionality where you can uninstall different sections of games to help free up space on your ssd Uh, We all know that modern games, especially um, starting later in the life cycle of these consoles, like a couple years in, are really going to rely on these SSDs for proper functionality um, because there's just things you can't do if you don't have the load speed of an SSD. Um, So a lot of games you won't be able to play unless it's installed on the SSD. You can install things on the hard drive and you can run legacy content from the hard drive, but anything recent will have to be on the ssd so you'll have to like transfer stuff over so the xbox series x say like say you beat the campaign of a game and don't want to don't want to deal with it anymore you can uninstall the campaign portion of the game to save some space but keep like the the multiplayer content or what have you um just to kind of help free up space and you can always reinstall it later so um a lot of us apparently a lot of people have been wanting the same thing on ps5 which is not confirmed we don't think that's happening either (laughs) yeah and uh that really i mean i'm I'm really jealous of that because um i've mentioned it several times i'm getting a ps5 after going through all this mess just to try to get one and that's going to be a very useful tool especially for our next tidbit um since the um as announced so the series x will have a terabyte drive and the ps5 will have 825 gigabyte drive um but that means that after firmware updates as can as shown by uh the like first looks and stuff by media outlets that you'll only have a around 600 and something gigs of usable space on a ps5 ssd so having something that could let me butcher up games to keep only what i need on the drive would really come in handy there uh i'm very jealous of that feature um there's also no confirmed like way to expand that ssd um with the series x there's a port on the back where you can plug in another ssd and it's expensive so i mean it's not like a piece of cake or whatever it's several hundred dollars for one but even at that, they have the option of of an expandable SSD that'll work for modern games. And the PS5, at this point in time, does not. 
which scares me kind of. Um, and I mean, I guess I'm glad I'm getting the disc edition. Does this tie back into why we need to have physical games? Are we going to yes. go into this? Again? Yes, always. Yeah. We cannot lose physical games. I think they said the disc can hold up to like 140 gigs or something. Something insane this time around. So I'm really hoping that helps with that because if I only get 600 gigs and I can't expand that without using a hard drive to where I'll have to like switch stuff around all the time, that's that's going to fill up quickly. Like that's what, four games? Five games? If I buy digital? Which is, which is depends kind on of how the big they are, but PlayStation players. games are typically huge. They don't. Be, I don't know if it's because they can or they don't care or something along those lines. But unlike Nintendo, where they're like, oh, we should make it efficient, Microsoft and Sony are like, no, nah, we can we use as space. much space. We're going to use all of it. I, mm-hmm. I was watching some YouTuber, either like RGT85 or Spawnwave or something, and um, they were talking about that Sony said they were going to try to, either they said or someone said, I don't know, they were discussing that, like, they're going to try to make games smaller. I so, hope so. On the PS4, they're so big. Yeah, like, you bringing that up, like, apparently that's something they're going to try to work on to, like, compress games. So that way the space won't be as much of an issue because, like, I'm worried right now. So now that I'm getting the ultimate edition of Spider-Man Miles Morales and I have to get the remastered version digitally of the original Spider-Man, that's like a sixth of my drive. How much is Spider-Man originally? Do y'all know? Ooh, I could actually pull this up. Not like... I'll have plugged it in. I think... Though, Wait, it no, isn't like... it? No, it's not in that one. No, it's on the other one, but um, I think it was like 60 or 70. 45. Like with the DLC. Is that digital Wait, only or is that is with this? the disc? Oh, that's physical though. Dumas? So you have the disc and you still had to download like 60 gigs. Yeah. So that's a lot. Like I could easily see 100 gigs. So, yeah, like, at launch, I'm only going to have a 500-gig drive. And that is, like, a 2013 oh, okay. spec. Uh, it should have easily started with a Spider- one-terabyte drive okay, in the so PS. Spider-Man uh, Game five. of the Year Edition is 53.61 gigs. Like, Depending on... Is that, like, yeah, you got so a that, full digital? If, that's if you go full digital, yes. That is on the PlayStation Store. That is what they say. Which means, if you go... Well, the remaster version... that the remaster stays around that size, and assuming they keep the same map for Miles Morales, that's easily 100 gigs gone. Yeah. I don't know if Spider-Man will stay around that size though, since they're... it could easily go up because they're using new textures. And they've, mm-hmm. and we know they've at least added one costume. While that won't add anything, it does point to them maybe adding a few more, but probably not. It, it really depends on uh, the disc for Miles Morales. Like, how much are they? Is I I, I cannot remember specifically if it's 
140 gigs but it's it's a large file size that you can put on the new discs so i'm really hoping that most of it can fit on that disc and even if you know maybe it goes up to like 70 gigs just throwing a number out there you know that's not as bad but most of the time though with playstation games they want you to put it on the console to help um run the game better though Uh, let's see. Physical versions of PS5 games will be shipped on 100 gigabyte Blu-ray discs. So, so unless it goes, oh, dude, that's awesome. Yeah. So, I'm hoping that really comes in clutch. Um, that's but, got to. But but then again, if they need these load speeds like they're talking about, then it might not even matter. Like, you might have to install all of the data from the disc onto the SSD just to play the game anyway because you have to have those high access times that you can only get from reading from the SSD and not the disc. Yeah, that's, that's what I was saying. Yeah, because mm-hmm. that's what they did with the PS4, not the SSD part. But Dude, a lot okay, so now that throws a whole wrench in it. That means, that means at minimum, if that's, that's going to be like around 150 you know, like like a like a middle case, maybe closer closer to the best case, but not. So uh, and imagine this. Oh my goodness! They, the digital versions of, at least the PS Five, if not uh, the Xbox One X. Wait, no, that that's the three hundred dollar one. That's All I'm hearing is if the you buy just digital, you're getting ripped off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but how are you supposed to buy just digital anyways? That one sold out talking about... instantly faster, and uh. nobody has the, uh, like, GameStop had, I think I saw one store, they had, like, eight or nine of the physicals, and then the digitals, they had, like, maybe two for pre-order. They, GameStop especially, so it's does not, not want that... digital to sell. So it might not be that more people want digital, it's that they had less digital. They're purposely ordering less digital not because it hurts just them. GameStop, though. Yeah, but, I'm pretty sure like Sony, I, I would assume that Sony is just producing less digital because they know that a lot of people are going to prefer physical regardless. See, but why, why not force their hand, though, if you want a PS5 and your choice is digital or none? People will sit on the nun. That's fair. I would. Yeah. Um. I think if they if they forced your hand, that would be a huge shot in their own foot. Mm-hmm. Um. Because, you know, you have the people that are gonna buy PS5s regardless because they like Sony games, and you're gonna have the people and they're gonna just Xbox. follow to the next console. Yeah. Which and, a lot of people and, do. And you have the same same thing for xbox those are much more rare but i do know my my fiance's brother is a huge xbox guy i've never met a guy like this but like doesn't even is he like you in middle school um well okay the 360 was the the 360 was actually awesome that's but like but i'm using that as an example um yeah but there's maybe but like there's a certain amount of brand loyalty you need to be, like, well, look, to be on okay. the level that most Nintendo fans are when a new Nintendo system. 
there's True. a brand loyalty that does not like it it takes a special kind of devotion to do that for Xbox which doesn't have you know multiple major games in various franchise yeah. or various genres but I mean the, varied franchises they do now they've bought out <laughs> they bought out yeah. let's go my my point that I'm getting at is like just as you have like us who are Nintendo crazy so we pretty much buy everything they put out there's people like that for Sony and Xbox but there's a huge majority of people that just buy whatever is the is the most um popular console either the most well not even that just the one that's the smartest choice and if you did a digital only console then you're gonna make a lot of those people just gravitate towards the one with the disc that are in the middle because they obviously see that as a huge drawback and they can't get it on sale two three four years later or even months later really um, well their yeah. sales are dictated by microsoft and sony but i was thinking it more nintendo but yeah you guys are right they like i think maybe the only game i didn't see discounted um like the normal schedule would be uh death stranding i don't like normally well, if Final the game Fantasy isn't 7, popular. Well, Final Fantasy Seven and Last of Us Two are still full price. Are they? Well, haven't they? Yeah. I don't know if they've dropped either. But that's the those are in different times though, because you it's hard to judge things when everyone's like, I need something to do inside my house. I've never been inside for more than five minutes. You know? Yeah. Like, because the... normally, because like, uh, Detroit Become Human dropped hella fast yeah to be fair it's this david cage game is you buy it full price yeah but i'm an idiot i thought we've covered this we all are i warned you not to do it um i had a great time playing it i don't want to hear it from you who doesn't play games ever (laughs) what do you mean i don't play games ever shut up cameron you collect amiibo and never use them <laughs> what is this slander? I all right, just all right. did a video, video in August. Order in the podcast. <laughs> um, Denied. But the Xbox Series X has a bunch of features that PlayStation doesn't. It has way better, leagues better backwards compatibility. It's more powerful. It, them it has exclusive though. Yeah, that, that's like the one big thing they're lacking. But you're giving, like, if you did digital only, you're just giving another reason for people to choose Microsoft. Because the only reason people are going to get PlayStations at that point is because of either brand recognition or exclusives. But now you've got a more powerful, better expandable, better backwards compatible console versus one that has better exclusives but is uh, inherently, yes, user friendly because of the storage situation. And now you can't even use physical discs. So you have to pay, you're going to end up paying more on average than the person with the Xbox because now you have to buy digital games which don't go on sale like they like physical games do. While we're on this topic, have we talked about the... Uh, so are you saying if someone wants... external hard drives? That's what I'm no, saying. No, we'll cover like, that in a sec, but hold on. 
So what you're saying is someone was going to try to do a digital only, it would have been Microsoft. Well, they've already tried that. Though, I don't know how backwards compatibility would have worked with that. Because most people own their... Well, Microsoft mm -hmm. has trophies, not trophies. Microsoft has achievements of some kind, right? They do. They've had it since the Xbox. So, that's right? how you do it. Shoot. Yeah, they should have... Yeah, they've, they've always had achievements. They've always, all, all four have achievements, right? Yeah. Which one? Because the PlayStation has it on this. PS3. Uh, 3 and Vita and PS4. Yeah. Okay, starting with though, the PS3. If that's, what, if that's how they decided to do the backwards compatibility, like what games you have access to initially for it, and it was just, hey, you. A, you have achievements in this game, so it means you own it. So we're going to let you play it on the new system. So the and, way that Xbox backwards compatibility works it. is that if you have a physical disc for a game that is on the list of backwards compatible games, when you put the disc in, the only reason that the console needs the disc is to verify ownership, and then it will download the version made to run on the system from Microsoft. So it will not play the game on the disc. It's used for verification. I see. Um, which still means you need to have the disc reader. But um, also a ton of Xbox, a ton of Xbox 360 games and Xbox original games are on Game Pass. Um, Rare Replay, Dude, all the Gears of Wars. Um, I was looking at uh, all the Halo games. Uh, Banjo Kazooie, Banjo Tooie. Uh, Perfect Dark Zero. Um, just like a, there's a ton of stuff already on Game Pass, so that's a kind of a small. How do they make money with from new games when they just put old so many old games on Game Pass? Like... Guaranteed fifteen dollars a month. I mean that's that's yeah. how they make money, I guess. Like, um, yeah. But yeah, the Series X does have expandable hard drives. Um, that's what I was saying. Like you can, it's like. 200 and something dollars like nearly 300 dollars it, 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 it was the, over 200 yes but the point is that they have one and that you can expand it but it is I can see Sony being scared right of uh expandable memory no, I, I don't think sony's worried about expandable memory it's proprietary like yeah. they did with the vita yeah that's the what i because it, it's just weird seeing everyone go you know what? It's our turn to have something that only works with our material. You know? Because um, the... then... Oh, what was it? Didn't Nintendo do something? The game? No. Don't hurt Whoa. yourself. There's if you were about to say GameCube, I was like, everybody no, game... had one at that time. No, GamePad. But no, because that doesn't require... Um, Nintendo's done something like that. I just don't remember what it is. Yeah, the the only uh, path I see for PlayStation to do this in the future, given that it's not guaranteed now, is that they have USB-C ports. And USB-C can run those kind of SSD speeds that they're that they're looking at. Um, oh, Kim. Sorry. Yeah, you go ahead. Chat. What? It only works on the DS. Chat. 
I'm not talking about exclusive software. I'm talking about hardware. Oh. You know, I kind of uh, blanked out. Not going to lie. Shocker. <laughs> shocker. That's just in. Cooper doesn't pay attention. Um, but... It's a huge brain. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, the PS5 does have USB-C, which could fill those needs if if they made it that way. You have to make it that way. And who knows if they did or not, if that's a thing in the future. But the point is, Xbox is being a lot smarter about that. If they're going to require that SSD for games, they're at least giving you an option. It's a crap option, but it's an option. There mm-hmm. is no option for PS5 at this time that we know of. So hoping there's some form of expansion in the future because 500 gigs is not going to cut it. On my Xbox One, that's already a huge pain. Easily the biggest pain of that console is a 500 gig drive. And I have, an, I have a terabyte external drive attached to it, and I'm still nearly full. Hey, I think with my Xbox, I was able to get a one terabyte for kind of cheap, uh, maybe 200 because it was on sale. But I haven't used it much because I don't play Xbox games. So it's yeah. like, I'm going to play these 20-year-old games. I am not smart. Well, I honestly think that having an Xbox console for multi-platform, at least in terms of physical games, is the smarter move. One, because it's more powerful, so you can't you have bragging rights to that if you're one of those weird people that likes to brag about that. And two, since Xbox isn't as popular as PlayStation, those game, the Xbox versions of games go on sale much quicker than the PlayStation versions. I don't know if that's necessarily true. It's well, not, it's not always It true. really depends it's on not, the genre. Yeah. If it's a shooter, no. But, like, Kingdom Hearts? Yeah, I can confirm that's right now. The... Uh, well, yeah, what I'm, if I like the PS4 controller better than Microsoft's? Well, I mean, then, then go with that. If that's what you like. But, um, personally, I think the Microsoft controller is the better controller. Um... And again, you're right. It's not always true, but more often than not, Xbox versions of games will go on sale quicker because not as many people are buying them because Xbox is not as popular. So, um, so like everything gets put on PC, so people don't really have an incentive to own it as a second console if they're mainly PC. Yeah. Um, If the PS, the only thing the PS5 really has going for it right now is the exclusives and the controller tech, really. Um, Microsoft's trying to be the leader again, but unless Sony messes up really hard, I don't, I don't really see it happening. I don't see Sony keeping their momentum from PS4 just because it's, you know, if you have a PS4 then you're going to wait, especially at launch, when there's no real reason. Like they're... Microsoft doesn't have a real reason to buy it at launch either, though. Even less of a reason, though, because there's no big game like Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales coming out. But that's not even exclusive anymore. doesn't matter. So... Breath of the Wild wasn't exclusive to the Switch, and people bought it like crazy. <laughs> I th- don't call me out like that. <laughs> um, I think there could be a turning point 
if it turns out the PS5 ends up becoming not not as usable because of these storage issues, like within like say in a couple of years. And oh, not even a couple of years. Once there's an just once there's enough games. Yeah, like once like, once there we're given enough time to really see if this is going to be an issue or not. With within a year, which most people won't be able to get it anyways if it's selling out like it currently is. Yeah, they're both selling out like it currently is having yes, stock but... issues. Well, we won't be Sony we won't be able to tell won... sales instant at at beginning because they both sell like crazy in the beginning anyway because of hype. Mm -hmm. Um, but if Sony turns out to be really dumb because of the hard drives, then I just don't see it as affecting it like them like y'all think it will. Well, it... it's 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 all about the audience, and if we're talking about the audience that is just trying to find the most efficient, the most efficient and um, smart way to play multi-platform games, the Xbox is more appealing um because they don't really care about all the fancy stuff they just want their madden to play... they just want their call of duty they just want their you know insert generic exact... assassin's creed they just want their yearly stuff and which is exactly what happened when we were in middle school yeah when everyone would argue about ps3 and xbox 360 like it's going to be a repeat of that and plus, we'll see. But... And plus, Game Pass is way more appealing than the Sony offering. It's Sony's got good right offerings. Now. I'm not knocking it, but Game Pass but at the moment so is way better. There's so many more games. Um, but yeah, I guess we'll have, time will tell. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm really hoping PS5 keeps up momentum because I'm putting so much work into getting one, and I better see some exclusives. I want to keep seeing good exclusives because that's the reason I bought this console. It's getting Unless... out of war. Unless Microsoft buys out every third party, then I don't know what we're going to do. Cry. I will cry if they start buying out certain companies. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. We're still good because Microsoft will be like, we're not competing with Nintendo. They can have some games. So we will win in the end, boys. I don't want to buy an Xbox. <laughs> um. I already own three, three different generations of Xboxes I don't play. Well, you also okay, own a bunch see, of PlayStations you don't really play much. And either. a bunch of Nintendo systems you don't play. Like, that's not a good <laughs> argument. We own a lot of systems, Alex. I have a lot of time in most of those, though. All right, well, I'm starting to get no. anxious talking about this, so let's move on. I'm I'm starting to get worried Grant, about my Grant's PS5 decision. <laughs> After, especially after I said that it's like more appealing for multi-platform games, I'm almost breaking Grant's, sweat. So Grant's getting confirmation bias from himself. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> moving on, uh, the Switch Pro possibly has been leaked online. Um, in Europe, there is like a it large is every year. No, no, no. Well, it's every always week. been rumors. Get it right. It's always been rumors, but this is the strongest one yet. A relatively major retailer in Europe called Media Market has updated its website with several references to a Nintendo Switch Pro system existing. Um, now, while they're all since there's no details about a Switch Pro, then there is no way to confirm that they know about it, and it could be that they're just doing this preemptively 
in case pre-orders become or in case um the rumors become true so that way they'll get a jump start on it but as of now we have really um no way of knowing but um the yeah it's just an ongoing switch pro rumor but um i mean especially this being in tied with nintendo telling their third parties to make their games 4k ready you know it's getting stronger by the day soon tm tomorrow yeah the day Dude. after this podcast goes up so i have to wait a week to talk about it <laughs> it it's really weird when retailers go, this is a rumor. We're going to charge for it. Because, <laughs> uh, I mean, as always, I know the Amiibo stuff. So uh, when uh, the Shovel Knight 3-pack was announced in 2017, there was a rumor that they were going to do a Gold Shovel Knight Amiibo, which eventually they did announce, and that released with the uh, Treasure Trove and 3-pack. But at the time, there was no sort of confirmation, not even a hint from them. So uh, there was, I, I don't even remember what the retailer's name is. It was a super small one. But they had a $30 pre-order for Gold Shovel Knight, and I went, this is stupid. So yeah, we don't know. But and again, time know. will tell. Um, but I mean that's the strong. It's the strongest evidence yet, like that a, that a retailer is doing now. Either they're just stupid and playing along, or they know something we don't. That is probably Which is first. both possible. Both of them are possible. We here tend to be pretty um pessimistic because we just don't want to break our own hearts. We're optimistic about a lot of things, but not this. We're <laughs> optimistic when it's officially announced. Yeah, once Nintendo tells us there's going to be one, we'll be happy. <laughs> we about it. So, yeah. Pessimistic. Yeah, pessimistic it is. In the new we game. look at the cup and go, it's half empty. <laughs> what do you mean it's half empty? It's already empty. I drank it. Not funny. Didn't laugh. <laughs> um all right, next tidbit. So, uh, Cyberpunk 2077 has officially, quote, gone gold, which if you don't know, like myself, I didn't learn this till today, that means that the discs are actually being pressed for the game, which is exciting because that means that um, delays seem to be off the table now, at least I assume. So uh, we've got... It's supposed to come out November 19th, right? Yes, so that is... Um, six weeks about um yep. so that's definitely exciting um i don't think i'll be picking it up at launch because i want to wait for a ps5 version um but and, almost and i also will be i still have an expensive game i still have no idea what you do in the game it looks uh, sick. You play Keanu Reeves. Yeah, like, it looks sick, and everything that's shown off is hype and amazing, but I still have no... I don't really have an idea of what you do. So, that's 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 a kind of a dual hitter there. I don't, I don't have to buy it at launch and be disappointed, and I also get to wait until the PS5 version hopefully comes out. They said they're doing one. It just won't be at launch. Um, but even if I do decide to pick it up, like, if it goes on sale or something... Uh, before then, they do say that you shouldn't have to pay for a game twice. 
which makes me <laughs> makes most people take think. notes, Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Real um, quick though, hmm. gone gold in this day and age doesn't really mean the game's finished. It means it's in a playable state where we can release a day one patch. Yeah, yeah, that, that was true. the other thing I was gonna point out. It's no, it's that's not the final version. It's just everything they know is gonna be fine can be put on the disc and then they can just release a huge 100 gigabyte they can have one a, patch like a release date yeah is what this um so i mean that's cool I, I i really hope that game's good because with how much microsoft has been dumping into advertisements for that uh i really hope it's a good game and doesn't burn if it's bad oh no <laughs> oh no well Dude, at least it have seven years ago special one yeah uh, I, yeah, if you got the Xbox like the One console. X. Yeah, like, sad. Or the, or the $75 Xbox controller that's themed after it. I bet Sony would be laughing, well, like, okay, fine, you could have That would at least be a cool design, though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But if the game sucks, then it really sucks to have a console themed after it. Yeah. Um... Uh, if it is bad, Sony's going to be laughing so hard, like, well, I'm glad you got exclusive marketing rights to that. We didn't have to do anything. We um, like the no effort style. People <laughs> came to us anyways. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there's not really much more to that. It is on disc now, so that will be six weeks from now. Uh, from recording, anyway. Um, all right, last tidbit. So, uh, back to Smash. Um in the end of the Sakurai Direct, you talk about the upcoming Amiibo for Smash, which includes um, Banjo-Kazooie and Terry and... Uh, Hero. Hero, yes. No. Not Hero. Um, Violet. Violet. <laughs> yeah, you even got me agreeing with you. Now I look stupid. Sorry, Grant. Big brain. <laughs> So if I'm yeah. gonna look stupid, someone's gonna agree. <laughs> I'm bringing you with me. So yeah, Byleth, Terry, and Banjo Kazooie confirmed as of right now for a fall 2021 release. Well, so what's well, interesting is they deleted that tweet. It's confirmed for fall 20, or it's, it's confirmed, confirmed for 2021. 2021. But right. with them deleting that tweet, it's making me wonder if fall was incorrect. It was, but also it's confirmed to, for 2021, and then earlier today they posted an announcement with it saying fall 2021, but they have recently deleted that tweet as well. So we are going to assume that it is fall 2021 at, at the latest. Because usually when they have the stuff like that with most of these companies, it means, yes, this is actually what it is, but, oh, we weren't supposed to release that yet. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. It's I don't feel I I don't feel like it'd be awful if they released next fall. It certainly would not be bad to hold off a little bit since they do have multiple amiibo already coming out in February and March. So yeah, I would think summer would be a better idea. I was thinking, yeah, but, but um, and... I'm I am both excited as all heck and terrified of the Banjo Kazooie amiibo because that I am so excited to have that as an amiibo, but I'm so terrified of going to be trying to get one because that is going to be the next amiibo that to me that is going to be like 
really sought see, after. I see. I said the same thing with Joker though, because Joker, it's not even arguable. Joker is more relevant than Banjo. Yeah, but Persona does not share the nostalgia factor that Banjo has. That is true. And nostalgia is the biggest so... reason for impulse buying. Dude, also true. But if so you just pre-order, that... it won't matter. Dude, nostalgia is so strong that people defend that Mario 64 is above Odyssey. No, they're just wrong. Dude, uh, they need to go back in place. <laughs> Interestingly enough, this I just checked to make sure I had this right. Persona's actually older than Banjo Kazooie. Yeah, but it wasn't that popular. It wasn't oh, yeah. like, like well, at least here in the states. In the states, which is which I is mean, where we're gonna have to deal with. But Hero is also more popular in Japan, and everyone treated Hero's announcement like it was a waste because. He, Dragon Quest, but Dragon Quest is the father of all RPGs, you know? Well, mm-hmm. I guess technically that's D&D, but okay, nuances. That's not, I don't, I don't, I know. <laughs> uh, dang, I was totally going to say something and it completely slipped my mind. Um, but yeah, I, I mean... I really just hope it isn't a big deal. I hope I am wrong just like Cameron was wrong about Joker and that it's not really an issue um, because I definitely it, want one. They look super cool. As long as you can pick them up around launch, that's Nintendo's that been, seems, seems to got their stuff in check now where if you want them see, at launch, yes, you can get them no. at launch. After, yes, after at launch? launch. No. At launch. At launch. Because uh, roll Isabel, Piranha Plant, people have been complaining about those for a while they finally got restocked but like they had plenty of time to get them though they've been a they were sitting at stores forever yeah that's the thing they they will sit for a little while but then once they're gone they're gone but they don't move as fast as they did in 2015 and then that summer in 2017 when there were six exclusives it's it's gotten better also amiibo was one of the few things they had in 2015 now they don't it's it's a lot more they have they have so much more there's so many things that distract from it that it's okay um but i am so excited for that banjo amiibo man Looking at the official render versus the one that Sakurai showed off. Oh man! Well, that was—I I mean, he look, got that was a his was a very he early. Got, he got ripped off. If, dude. if it's a fall 2021 release, which we're gonna—if for this example, we're gonna roll with that—that that means that there's still a whole year to, to refine it. That was just a version. They're like, hey, we want to have something ready for Sakurai to show off. So they just sent what yeah, they had. That is, Remember, though, it was that filmed in August. One. So there's... Yeah, yeah true. So, I mean, even earlier, you know. So it's a very like, early thing. But I trust it's going to look great. Huh? Which See, but him having the prototype in August is why I'm like, Fall 2021 doesn't make a lot of sense. But also, it's coming from their official account. So I don't know. How about this? Breath of the Wild 2 is coming out 
either end of Q1 or or beginning Q2 somewhere in there. Say like April. Dude, of what? And, uh, 2021. And mm. they want they want their amiibo f- manufacturing capability to be geared towards um new amiibo. The, either the new amiibo or the amiibo or that they have yet restocks. to restock of the Breath of the Wild set, specifically Zelda and Bacopan, please. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, well, especially because Wild Two comes out restocks. in twenty twenty one. That early, I will be shocked. I I know this watch is, them reveal it. This, game is, this is my for wild an April release. Watch, this is my wild shot in the dark. But it's a possibility, and you can't tell me that I'm wrong until April of twenty twenty one. <laughs> no, I can't tell no, you no, you're April wrong 30th, because Nintendo's like Nintendo. We, we, it has to no. We have to get to May 2021 because Nintendo will go. Hey guys, this releases in two weeks. They no, they've never done it in two weeks. But what do you mean they haven't? What? They just did that with 3D All Stars. Okay, that's true. Yeah. Hey, that's a thing. Two weeks. Two weeks is a thing. They have your totally money ready. Wait. Wait. I don't even have a job. Wait, when's Pikmin 3? Uh, Pikmin 3 is at the end of the month. End of this month. Yeah. And Zelda's something like Mario where they could just be like drop. But I don't see them just dropping Breath of the I Wild. I totally see yeah. them just dropping Breath of the Wild. No, too. I don't see it happening. No, look, dude, no, look, dude. Look. Breath of the Wild 2. Are you Limited. Kidding? Limited release, Breath of the Wild 2. They're not just going to drop <laughs> two week, it. Like Two-week announcement, did. limited release. They will sell out. No, no, no. One they're day not going to just release. drop Breath of the Wild 2. Yeah, they're They'll give it at least a month. They're going to hype it so hard. Oh, There's exactly. going to be some sick trailers for that. Dude, watch it. It would not surprise if me if it's either their ending, or like the official ending, not a third-party ending for uh, this financial year or the start of next year. So no, I don't think it's coming out in December. I no, feel no, like no, it'd be... Financial year, not end of year. Okay. That would be March. Then, then yes, I think that's possible. Nintendo's fiscal if year just starts barely. in March. So either late Q1, early Q2. Which is exactly what And they would saying. line it up with the Nintendo Switch Pro. That would do because that seems to be the big assumption Switch right now that it's going to be Nintendo Switch Pro plus Breath of the Wild two. Here you I go. Can't People are going to be upset when there's not a Switch Pro again. Yeah, the um, Switch Mini. It's smaller than the light. Give it to Nintendo your Nintendo Switch Micro. Give it to your babies, <laughs> your unborn fetuses. Switch light, light. Switch light squared. All right, so we got one final story here. Um, so as everyone with a Switch, I'm sure, knows that Joy-Con drift is a persistent issue. Um, there's been several legal actions taken. Um, you can still send your stuff straight to Nintendo free of charge if it's a Joy-Con drift issue, and they will replace the joystick in it for free. Um but there's been a th- a thing going around that is is sort of a misleading title, but um, that Nintendo is act is arguing that they don't 
think that Joy-Con drift is a problem, which is not the case. Um, but they are certainly acting like it, at least towards me. So the situation is, this all this stuff is going on, right? That they're in this class action lawsuit and they're required to, to replace all that stuff. Are they required or did they just offer to do that? Which is um, they, I think they offered to do that in order to settle the lawsuit. Yeah, okay, that's um, that's a middle ground. Sorry. So they kind of they kind of forced their hand, kind of. Um, so, um, but Erica. Yeah. So. I should send him some of my joy cons. Yeah. Um, don't do it all at once. Yeah. For, um, I also don't want to do it while everyone else is doing. I want to wait for it to cool down some, and then do it. I'm kind of scared though, because isn't it if they can't fix it, they'll send you a different one? Yeah, I I have some rare ones. I don't want to lose those. So the com send... the com the company that is handling the lawsuit against Nintendo is asking people to send them videos of their Joy-Con drift and why it is an, it is an issue to them. Um, and they ended this ask by saying. Um, any evidence will be helpful to us in responding to Nintendo's arguments about how this isn't a real problem or hasn't caused anyone inconvenience. So this infers that Nintendo is acting like Joy-Con Drift either isn't an issue or it isn't their responsibility. Which, which is weird considering they are offering to fix the problem. Well, <laughs> they're again, they're kind of forced. The, the, their hand is yeah, hand tied. They kind it, of have to do it. Yeah, but uh, that means they acknowledge that it's a problem. Um, well, I mean, people can say one thing and, and do another, and just because they have to do it doesn't mean they feel like it's an issue. They're just doing it to avoid more legal trouble. And again, Nintendo did not say openly that they think that Joy-Con Drift is not a problem, but the company that is running the lawsuit against, against them, them said that Nintendo said that. So uh, or is not arguing right. that in court. So we can't and say Nintendo is doing that, that, but I can most certainly agree that Nintendo is not treating it like they should because if they really thought it was an issue, they would open they would free. revise it. They would revise they would put I a wish new joystick in. with the Joy-Con. like Joy-Con Drift is a major one. But I really wish they would make the signal stronger. Yeah, that's another oh. one. But I mean, it, you definitely can't say that it's not an issue because my Switch Lite drifted out of the box. Yes, it did. Oh. And I, I couldn't play with it for a month. I got it for myself as a Christmas present, and I couldn't play it for like a month and a half. Because I had to, I opened it up, tried to play Stardew Valley, was terrible, instantly had to mail it off to Nintendo for six weeks. So. It's definitely an issue, and I I hope this is just something that the lawsuit company is saying to try to make people more in more like willing to make these videos to help in their lawsuit case um, instead of something Nintendo actually said. Because if they are actually acting like that, which again they didn't say, that would be uh, trash, absolute garbage, a little shocking. Yeah, yeah, especially that you just don't think they would come out and like straight up disagree to that but um you know i mean they're firm in their beliefs and i wouldn't be 
100% surprised. I would kind of be shocked that they came out and said it. But, right. you know, That's they're, they're firm in their beliefs and their actions. So, um, if you are upset about Joy-Con Drift, you can definitely go um, help them out. Um, it is a post on Reddit. The company name is uh, Chemical Schwartz, Kreiner, and Donaldson Smith. That's a long name. It's a U.S. law form. The thing is on Reddit. You can make a 90-second or less video and submit it up to October 15th, which is exactly a week eight and a, days yeah, eight days from when, from when this episode goes out. So if you are upset about it, you can help them out by making that video on Joy-Con Drift. Um, and I'm interested to see what they're trying to I'm, – I'm confused on what their goal is. So um, – Like, if they already got Nintendo to freely repair and or replace hardware that is faulty, I'm not really sure what the next step is of them. Like, what are they trying to get Nintendo to do? Are they trying to pay out some kind of settlement to people? Or are... I I really just... I've read multiple articles about it and nothing is sticking out. Okay. Like what are they trying to get out of it now? Yeah. I don't understand it. There's definitely something there after, but I haven't figured it out. I maybe I'm just really stupid. This one thing I see is Nintendo is being accused of planned obsolescence. Okay. But like everyone does that. This, yeah, if I don't they think were that's an if they were doing this do. though, they would have made something better. <laughs> Duh, it's so bad. So the lawsuit was initially filed to get Nintendo to change the manufacturing process of a Joy-Con. Hmm. They would. So I guess, I guess that's the goal. That's what they're trying to get out yeah, of it. Yeah, they're trying to that's get there. They're to... planning to do. They the lawsuit wants them to do planned obsolescence. Absolutely. Got it. You know, they'll I fix it when they make talk. the Switch Pro. Yeah, here by our. It'll be just like the 360 Slim. Be like, hey, uh, this like is you just, better. You just repair it for free until the warranty goes out or the lawsuit expires, and you say, well, buy our new console. This one works. <laughs> <laughs> this one doesn't have a red ring of death. This one does not overheat and functions as intended. Yeah, so Nintendo could totally pull that and just be like, this one, uh, the controllers actually stay connected and you, the joysticks don't break. That's Dude. what will always amaze me about the PS3 generation. Sony should have won it easily, but they charged $600 at launch. And Microsoft was like, well, ours doesn't work, but it's cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why you're buying so many. We're big brain and you're not so many. Suck it. Well, uh, I mean, to be fair, the PS3 also, the initial PS3 also had some overheating issues. Um, because of the way it was designed, they essentially had a PS2 in there. Along oh, yeah, with the they PS3. removed it on the later versions. Yeah, that's part of the reason because it was causing a lot of overheating issues. So it was, they were kind of one and the same. It's just, 
both of these are broken, but this one is $300 and this one is $600. So, um, yeah, I, 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 I no. really just kind of at a loss of words. Um, like, I, I can't remember, I can't think of any other time where like a company's being sued to like fix their product because this isn't something that involves like customer safety like with cars if a thing doesn't work they, they get recalled they, they have to fix it because human lives and like public safety are at risk but i could in, probably find you a few examples if i looked hard enough but i'm the still only thing of... i can think of is like the the mac keyboards the from a couple years ago for it was like a several year long issue where the the butterfly style key design was trash because it could so easily get dirt in it and once you get anything in there it just refuses to work properly I so mean, there were several lawsuits against them for that i'm not surprised apple stuff is trash <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> apple fans <laughs> i had to go there <laughs> Uh, and I think it's fixed now. Like they finally put out a different style design, so it works as intended now. But that was a that was an issue for several years. Um, their keyboards. So, I mean, I guess it'll be interesting to see. But I, I mean, all the luck to we'll them because an, Nintendo uh, yeah, is a fierce competitor in the court. So. Oh yeah, they even will take ones they lost back to court just to see if they can win. Well, that's how they were able to get away with the Wii controllers because initially it was ruled against them, but they appealed. Yeah, it. but Texas always. To be fair, they shouldn't have. Them. They shouldn't have lost the Wii controller one. Well, they ended up winning, so yeah. it was fine. You all you had to do is make your patent super super vague, so that eventually someone will come along and make a specific one, and you can go. That's my idea. How dare you! I'm gonna get Daddy Super Court and sue you. Daddy Super Court. Uh, Cringe. <laughs> well, um, I think that wraps it up here uh, this week on the All Night Gamers podcast. We uh, on on a cringe note. Uh, we, we... we started on a cringe note and ended on a cringe note. You're all welcome. What do you come <laughs> here for? <laughs> yeah. What else do you expect? We. Uh, Appreciate you guys listening so much. As always, uh, be sure to give us a like and share us to your friends. We are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and an RSS feed. Share Hopefully whatever YouTube you like. Uh, yeah, yeah. Fun uh, insider fact for your listeners: Cameron's actually in charge of getting it to YouTube, uh, while I'll hand I handle all the uh, audio-only versions. And his computer is busted, so that's going to be a fun time trying to figure that. We'll out. figure. It. But we'll figure it out for you. Uh, don't worry, our cringe is guaranteed. Um, <laughs> so yeah, well, please whether you're here or not. Share us um, if you have anything to say about how cringe we are or anything else. Please leave us a comment on the YouTube video, um, or add or, us at uh, All Night Gamers. All Night Gamers on Twitter, yes. Um, all add us. Talk to all us. All night, we want to night hear... with a K, because <laughs> we can't get night with an N. We Why would we want night with an N? We're RuneScape boys. Yeah. Yes. God, we're really yeah. ended on a cringe note here. <laughs> <laughs> RuneScape will never be cringe. 
Grand. Except on YouTube, where it's not allowed. <laughs> oh, is it not allowed? Jagex will copyright because they're like, this is RuneScape. So, yeah. Oh. Well, we're going to get copyrighted by you, <laughs> Jagex, for mentioning it. <laughs> well, uh, anyways, that's it from us here. Thank you guys so much. We will see y'all next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.